If you're easily offended, jokes are you. If you secretly hate women, jokes are you. It's Tally, Mel, and Lauren talking about whoring, how not to be boring. Hey guys, I don't know why I'm holding this champagne glass like a, 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 a orangutan. <laughs> bottles up, put your blunts up. You know what it is. It's our anniversary. Ooh. Anniversary. Ooh. Do you know what champagne means? That's why Tally drinks like fucking uh, NBA young boy. That's how he holds his wine. <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> you think NBA young boy drink wine? You have I think he drinks Taylor Port. No, Taylor yeah, Port. Because niggas love Taylor Port. I don't know why. Taylor Port is for locos and a fedora. And okay. they, and they niggas love Taylor Port. <laughs> that nigga drinks that shit out of a red plastic cup at best. You know you with a dangerous man when he like, I'll gra- let's grab some Taylor Port. Like, what the fuck are you trying to be on? And he definitely does coke. Oh, for sure. Just put the coke up. is next. The coke is on the Taylor Port. Yes, great to be here with you guys. Love you guys. We are three weeks running. Fuck, fucking, you know, check us. Period. So our anniversary, my first episode is February thirteenth. At this point last year, we were launching. We were we were pubbing. We were rolling out. We were hyping the people up. Little did we know that exactly one month later the world would close. But fuck y'all, we still here. We still trying. Period. The podcast and world stop. Carry on. We didn't you know, carry on yet. We haven't, we haven't carried on. Hold it. Hold it. Hold world it. Stopped. World for sure stopped. Um, we're just hoping for the best at this point. Um, we thought we were going to be on tour for our one year anniversary, but here we are. We absolutely coming. But you know, I'm happy we did this because I love y'all. This is a great way to document shit. And we really just three bitches on the phone with each other for like two, three hours. It's really not even like... You know, but you know what? I don't be liking hoes. So like the fact that like I could sit here and talk to y'all for long periods of time and not like when I get off, I'm not like, oh, my God. Like I'm just like, hmm, that brought value to my life. Like yeah, I mean, it feels like a group FaceTime with my bitches weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we don't we haven't had the means to really meet in person as much because we got th- three different lives and three different situations. So we can't really just, you know, because, you know, we follow the CDC guidelines and shit. Well, and this also it, helps us keep up our friendship because you know if we don't talk as much as we should we find the shit out on here yes we can in our little pre-pro right before the podcast starts we take about a three-minute check-in it's very nice mm-hmm. and, and then say names that we can't say on air because it'd be like about yeah. listening like, so you know what happened to me this bitch i mean fucked up. And well they like, don't say the names i wait until we start rolling to yeah. say the name you, you've, you've been, been doing better now. You have been doing better. You remember when Ray J went on air because it's my favorite interview of all time. And he was like, uh, "Are we live?" So I can go curse. But fuck that bitch, nigga, fam. Like that's very much tally on the podcast. That's the energy consistently that. bring. Are we live? Cool. I ain't gonna curse. Fuck that nigga. Anyway, um, joke of the week. Allow me to go first. Um, I am currently being dragged on Twitter. And this is, I made a burner Twitter account so I could talk about my relationship because, you know, bitches be weird, niggas be weird. And I made a tweet, you know, oh, my boyfriend got me some flowers. Asked me to be his Valentine, adorable. And because I have a dark sense of humor, 
and I saw a dark joke a month or a couple weeks ago and I saved these pictures from it. I used the pictures of Lil Kim from Biggie's funeral. I seen that shit. L O L. I'm not on the burner. I'm offended. Hold on. I think my mother's falling down. Hold on one second. Mom. Oh, okay. You all right? <laughs> this is so black. All right. This is so black. Love you. Um, but yes. And it's it's fucking funny. It was funny. The, I saved the pictures from the tweet that said this is gonna be Oprah carrying Tyler Perry out of Cicely Tyson's funeral. <laughs> it was funny. That was fucking hilarious. And then I just used it again in a different context. And it's still funny, especially to me. Cause but I'm also a dark humor kind of bitch. So shit is hilarious to me. And then oh, how dare you use a black woman's trauma? Y'all are so weird for this. You want to brag on your man when another woman lost her man. First of all, let's let's dissect. Let's dissect Biggie and Lil' Kim. He mistreated her. He mistreated my cancer first sister. Well, he was not her man. Let's, we could actually I start with the first that. fact. That was, I, I didn't want to have to open up with that, but listen, he wasn't. I'm not one to complain about, you know. And that big old colorist treated my girl wrong, and she still has complexes from that relationship. And he, and he got some damn nerve being colorist. And he got some damn nerve. Faith made him, because he's black as hell, and Faith was eating his ass. That don't have nothing to do with nothing, but every time I see, see hear Biggie Smalls, you I know what? to bring that up. Because when I hear this, as a vocalist, I'm really in love with the song As Soon As I Get Home. As soon as and, and now when she's like, I'll make it up to you, baby, I'll do what I got to do. I'm like, but what I didn't know you meant was, was eating ass. ass. You know, and who am I to judge for eating ass? Look, no, no. I know who I am to judge. There's nothing wrong with eating ass, but you had to open up Biggie Booty with your forearms. Like, you had to <laughs> lean in and open that ass up. <laughs> like, bitch. You had to crank that bitch up with, like, the jaws of life. Like, you had to, like, whoop Rico to get in there. Like, just lightly grip the ass and pull it apart. You had to, huh. You know that strong ass girl on TikTok? You got to do that to rip Biggie ass. You had to have the strength of a coursing river to get up in there. Let me tell you something, what I'm not about to do. I'm not about to deep deep part in no booty like I, I love thick bitches but it's niggas are already questionable on their hygiene if you think i if you think i believe a man wiped his ass crack that's three inches deep i don't not I don't. The, I don't think he's getting the walls gotta get the walls and, that, and biggie i'm i'm sure it's that too that much ground to cover it's like i feel like ground. it's too much it's too much land i know how hard it is to wipe my ass i'd be having a like, right, like that. Okay. The ass crack in the rap game. That's a, actually a hip hop fact. Big. I have to plan bathroom ass. breaks at work, so <laughs> I know. Parts of ass. <laughs> so back to the original point. Don't, don't, don't come wagging your finger at me because I want to use a dark meme. It's fucking funny, and if you don't like it, then get the fuck. Because y'all don't follow me. You Everybody know, got blocked. If it they was don't like the dark meme, they definitely just hated that segment about Biggie's ass. <laughs> like, they weren't pinched when you started like honestly my favorite jokes to tell is about my dead daddy so no Melanie loves to slip a dead relative in there you be having no. a good time and most of the time because it's me I be drunk so she be catching my drunk self off guard she be like yeah so and so died what right like, <laughs> I made a dark joke and Twitter didn't know how to you know I'll be like you know what I forgot Y'all niggas ain't really. Because I said something. Oh, they was like, what's your birth control? And I said a praying grandmother. 
I was like, just kidding, just kidding. My grandmother's dead. You know what? That's the last one I saw, and I broke into prayer for you. <laughs> like that's the last one I was. I saw it, and I was like, let me pray for Melanie and release her from the shackles of needing to make these jokes about these dead people. <laughs> Look, like I'm gonna make dead people jokes, so you can't be. Like, what if it was you? If I had pictures of me crying with them Betsy Johnson shades on my daddy's funeral, and it's funny, I'm fucking using that too. Shit, it's you know funny. Yeah. So yeah. you can't really sit here, uh, on a serious note, you can't really sit here and try to like scold me for making like death jokes because that's like my whole brand. People on Twitter, what I've learned, develop opinions about things in like five seconds and then 10 seconds later, they don't care about it anymore. You just have all this vitriol for this one thing because you saw it. And it's like, get the fuck out of my face. You don't give a fuck that much of a fuck about Lil' Kim. You, re- you really don't care. You don't care that much. And that shit was in 1997. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Lil' Kim does not care about this. I mean, she probably is still a little... But again, she's a cancer and that's fine. But who cares? Um, but yes, that was my joke of the week because how y'all gonna try to drag me for my funny, y'all need to just be, can y'all be having my fucking flowers? Cause last year, this time, that's how I looked for real and real grief. I wanted to, we'll get into that. We'll get into that last year, this time talk, but yeah, bitch, like that's just my joke of the week. What you got for us, Tally? Um, I'll say, damn, I had picked out my joke of the week. I had like three of them and now I done forgot. Um, I'll say my joke of the week is like me visiting my mom in Michigan and my apartment flooding in Georgia while I'm here. Um, First of all, I found out at like 1.30 in the morning. So after having had a lot of champagne, said night. So I really have no context of what's going on. And it just was like really like a Final Destination style situation in my apartment with my roommate and my dog. Like the breaker box got wet, which sounds really super dangerous. All the outlets got wet. The carpet is wet. The lady above us did something weird with her bathtub and or washer machine. And everything just flooded. And it's just like... You know how when you were younger and you would hear like older people be like, if it ain't one thing, it's another. And you're like, these old hoes is dramatic. The older I get, it really is. If it ain't one thing, it's another. Like, I can't even enjoy my visit with my mother because this ignorant ass broad that lives above me flooded her bathtub. What did she do? Did she wash her ass in a load? I I don't know what happened. And I think the lady is trying not to admit fault because she don't want her renter's insurance to rise. But what I'm assuming happened is that she started running a bath and fell asleep. Oh. Ain't that much water in the goddamn world. Huh? That's what I think happened. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's my joke of the week. Uh, and yeah, Mel, let's actually come back to that topic where we were with Valentine's Day last year because... Yeah, we can Girl. talk about it after we can talk about it after yeah. Lauren do her joke. But that's my joke of the week. Really getting older, the closer I get to being 30, is just like I realize that like good good weeks, like good days come back to back, but full good weeks come far and few in between. It literally is some bullshit happening almost every week. Uh and I will pass it to Lauren. My joke of the week should be the fact that I rolled this one and on a lighter. And that's crazy. That's literally the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. Um, wow. But my joke of the week is actually the Gorilla Glue Girl. And not like, ha ha, her hair was stuck. But more, I think everybody's reaction to it. I think my favorite reaction, because I, I don't know where y'all stand. I do think it was an accident. I think it was a dumbass mistake. But I do think it was genuinely a mistake. Because I don't think she wanted to have, that slick down with the braid is not a, if you had to pick a permanent hairstyle, that's not the one you would pick. 
Like if you had to spray one look forever, it's not the slick down and the ponytail. Or maybe it is for you guys. What would you guys' one spray down lock-in Gorilla Glue look be? Oh, my forever hairstyle, if I could maintain it. And actually, you know what? I ain't even going to hold you. Because before she started telling me what her mistake was, I was like, damn, that shit late. Baby girl can do some hair. She might be a nut bitch. But she can do some hair. And so when I saw it laid down like that, I was like, damn, because my hairstyle, what looks best on moi, is a nice little, like, long 20-inch, half-up, half-down type ponytail style. Mm -hmm. But because of how my hair behaves, like, these little motherfuckers right here be coming out, and I got to undo the ponytail every day to brush the shit up, which is not ideal. You wouldn't have to do that. With Gorilla Glue, I could have my Dijonay hairstyle for the rest of my life. That's how Dijonay, actually, that's how cartoon characters keep their hairstyle. Gorilla Glue. See, we didn't know that. Gorilla uh, paint. Lock-in style. Oh, man. You know, because, you know, I'm a fro girl, obviously. I think if I could keep one hairstyle, I'm going to have to pick two. So, I don't know what I put in my twist out Super Bowl weekend 2019 when it was in town, but my twist out was fucking perfect that weekend. So, that or like a nice little like middle part 24 30 inch middle part uh jet black melanie 30 inches of hair on you would be sweeping the floor you're right all right 20 24 and 22 just sounded so basic you know that just sounded so 20 you ain't but 40 inches long don't do that okay but um, yeah, I think she genuinely, two things can be true at the same time. She genuinely made a mistake that was stupid as fuck. But I don't think she made a mistake. I See, and that's- No, and I think she purposely used Gorilla Glue, but I don't think she be like that. That's what I mean by mistake. The mistake was the result she got. The, like the ER and all that. Yeah, that was in her head. I but I, I know she didn't think it was going to end up like this. So I want to give y'all some context on two things on just like for reference got to be glue and then also gorilla glue spray in my experience so number one got to be glue i had a, a wig on for i'll say like three weeks right and you know you maintain it with a got to be glue whatever i had to wash my hair today it took me 40 minutes to carefully comb out the solidified got to be glued from my hairline mm-hmm. so much so that if i like i went too fast on this side you see this piece gone short because I went too fast and ripped out a chunk of my hair. So that's how strong Goss to be glued is. That is not no hoe as an adhesive. I don't know how white people are using it. Well, so right moving now. on to like, huh? Now got the paper strip on it. You already know how we coming. Right. So Gorilla Glue, when I made my pimp cane for my friend's pimp birthday party, that's what I used to spray sequins on there. Now we all know that sequins fall off as they may. They do whatever they want to do. That pimp is month, that pimp cane is months old and not a sequence has fallen because I sprayed it with the Gorilla Glue spray. Not one has come off and it's been rattling around in my car. Talk about it. I so that's what we're dealing with. So I, I wonder if she her. just had that laying around for something else. She did. I don't like, I know she, she read it and put it on her head willingly. I don't think, she, I think she thought she could just wash it out and be fine. Obviously it was not. So I don't she, think she did it for cloud or anything because, but the way that she's reluctant about getting her hair cut, like she's trying to save her hair, it's mm-hmm. gone, baby. That's gone, there's no saving. And any Gorilla Glue product is water activated. So the more you water it, the more it's going to get solidified. So she did an interview I saw on the internet. She talked briefly about this. She knew she had the Gorilla Glue because she's used it before around the house. So when she did it, she was not, 
That's why it's a mistake and on purpose. It's like on purpose, you did something thinking it was gonna go one way and your mistake was that. Um, so she thought she could use a light bit and be cool. Right. And was not cool. But the astrology, this is what I love about the bitches that do witchcraft. They are dedicated to their cause. They pulled up this bitch's chart. And for I think her trine is square something and something navigating through her mercury. It's also retrograde. So this, they said that that's why this happened to her. And then they said, because her something is 17 degrees in Leo, that's why she's becoming famous. But you know what? Here's the thing. All of that is fantastic. I do stupid shit on the regular. I once got high and was talking to my dad. We were sitting face to face. I was taking my box braids out and I cut an entire box braid out of the front quadrant of my head. I have a hump missing back here because I cut that shit out. I do dumb shit on the regular and nobody gives me $10,000 and Beyonce and stylist never offers to make me a wig. Not once. That's what I would like to say. No, I, I, I remember one of my hair mistakes and I've made so many. Um, I told you about the permanent, not permanent leave out situation that took place. I used to wet my hair and then shake a mousse and squinch it. Now, when I say used to, this took place one time. This was my one, like, you know, you're a nigger. You were very humble. Because I saw another person doing it who said she was black. Um, Who said she was black? So I thought, okay, cool. Okay, cool. We in there. So at the house, it actually looked fine when I was wet. It looked a little dusty, but it looked decent enough to go to school. By the time I got off the bus, people's energy towards me had shifted in a way that <laughs> I did not anticipate. Like, I'm cool. Why are people all of a sudden LOL in my face? Excuse me. Like, it feels like everybody's roasting me. You know, it's like as a kid, you know, when the lame niggas start roasting you, like, does my breath sink? Like, something has to be. I'm, lame. Oh. I'm a whack bitch. Because Corey is, he's lame. Like, that's Corey was always the light skinned nigga that had stuff around his mouth. His hairline mm-hmm. was never right. Yeah. He had yeah, weird fucking sneakers and he was just around with the boys because he played sports and he was decent, but he was always musty. It sounds very specific who I'm talking about, but all y'all knew a nigga like that. Yeah. When yeah. that nigga start roasting you, your whole day is ruined. Cause it's like obviously I'm down bad. I am down terrible. This it's is the worst I could be doing. Cause y'all are laughing at him. The musty nigga is the last line of defense. Like this is the person I know I'm not getting made fun of because they gonna make fun of this nigga. That's the person you say, I know your motherfucking ass ain't like, but that's the bailout person. Like you the nigga, I'm gonna make jokes about to get myself out of this situation. But then if you hit him, then he gonna be like, I know your scrunch curl ass. I know your dry head. And I was and now, now I've lost to you. So <laughs> now I have to move cities because the musty boy got his one up. I remember that my fourth grade teacher who hated me rightfully so. <laughs> When, after I got caught passing notes about how much I hated her and when she was dead, she moved my chair to the one weird boy. She moved me to the weird boy who like sneezed and snotted at PE. He like had a big glob of snot on the on the um, basketball court outside. And she sat me next to that nigga because she knew I would be repulsed by his ass. I, as, as you were. And I would simply pass away. Got his name was Joshua. He was the biggest fucking nerd. And I had to sit next to him. And he was a third grader. So when the third graders left our class, I was just sitting over there by myself. And it was very anti-black. And I can't wait to get famous. I can address South Miami Elementary School because why was I the only one to get in trouble for this? Drag! Why, why am I the black girl 
one of two black girls in the class, the only one getting in trouble for this. I wasn't talking to myself. Let's talk about it. So, I don't know. I went to the black for notes and burn books. You said what? She has this, your notes got exposed in elementary school. Your text thread got exposed in college. Like this is a reoccurring I be This mouth be getting me. <laughs> it's always a hating ass bitch behind it too. Selling me out. <laughs> Still I rise. Life lesson. You need to watch out for hating ass bitches. They always, they always the problem. I had a teacher that was so involved in like the student business that like, Either if you was into it with somebody, she would try to like make you sit next to them so y'all would become friends. Or if she thought that you and a boy was like cute together, she would try to sit you next to them so y'all would be boyfriend and girlfriend. And it was really wild because this nigga named Brandon that rode my bus when I was in middle school. We used to fight after we got off the bus. My dad found out the nigga was putting his hands on me and that I was working his ass at the bus stop. We had a teacher, Miss Solomon. She was so bright bless her heart but she ain't had good sense when it came to like personal relationships and now that I'm adult an adult I realize that there could be like you know a cognitive dissonance there but she's like I heard you and Brandon was fighting on the bus so I'm gonna sit you next to him for all the class and we just be calling each other bitch ass niggas for 35 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and he's like you fucking bitch yeah. you bitch ass Po ass nigga, I can't wait till we get off the bus on a beach. That's funny. I miss the time, and it's it's probably problematic. I don't really care though. I miss when we were bigger and stronger and could beat boys up. Had I known how my life was going to play, I was treating them niggas like they were equals. I wasn't really beating niggas the way I should have beat niggas, and I. (laughs) <laughs> I constantly think about that because it's a couple boys right now that they're talking to somebody crazy because I didn't draw their ass on the playground because I was trying to treat them like an equal. My bad, sis. That's yeah, up until like about fifth grade, sixth grade, niggas was the same height as us, for real. You could beat any earlier back elementary school, we dragging them to the nail. Mm-hmm. It was nothing. Little ass, no test. It's testosterone. That's the And that's when the testosterone levels were about equal. Yep. I was really good at basketball until I got titties and then this one boy in basketball and PE I got my titties and the next day was playing basketball in the gym and he was like ha ha Jasmine can't throw the basketball because of her titties she got to throw the basketball around her titties and I never picked up a basketball again I'm done with fucking sports I was like I'm done with this shit that is so fucking unfortunate. That was mean. It was awful. And what's so crazy is his name is Derrick Henry. And when that football player, Derrick Henry. What? You saying niggas full government and shit. Whatever. His name was Derrick Henry. And this is part of the story. And when that football player, Derrick Henry, got famous, I was like, I know that ain't who I think it is. <laughs> I know. I know that ain't who I think it is. So it's a famous nigga business you telling on the TL? No, it's not him, but I thought it was. Now, here we go. The lawsuit. No, I thought it was. It wasn't him, though. But I was like seeing his name on the TL. And I was like, I know good and fucking well. That ain't who I think it is. Bet not be who I think it is. Um, so Valentine's Day is in a couple of days. Um, I told this story on my other podcast, but you know, it's a whole new group of niggas. So I hate Valentine's Day. I always have. I'm very excited about this one, obviously, but I have to tell y'all, um, a trail of tears that I have for Valentine's Day starting around, um, middle school, um, seventh grade. Here's why I hate Valentine's Day. 
You because like, once you got out of elementary school, when like everybody would get a Valentine, you were on your fucking own. Like once middle school hit, when we had them same thirty kids you was with all day, you had to really have a Valentine out here in these streets. So what's what's wrong with you, Tyler? No, I almost fucked up. I'm trying to send uh my man his Valentine's Day gift, and I don't know. I didn't know on the backside. I'm sending him like a a gift box. On the backside of this mug, it says husband sippy cup. I didn't know that. Like on the front side, it says thanks for all the orgasms. Oh, oh. but on the back side, it says husband sippy cup. And I'm like, ooh, that's not good. Yeah, that one, you know. First of all, shout out to you for buying your niggas gifts just a mere five minutes before Valentine's Day. (laughs) I know. I had already had most of this picked out. I just wanted to send it so it gets there on Valentine's Day. I'm getting my nigga his shit, the rest of his shit tomorrow. I already got him one gift that costs a significant amount of money. Thank shout out to Quad Pay. But um, yeah. So okay, seventh grade. I got this nigga named Amos. A fucking yes, his name is Amos. I got him a a, a can a crushed gram. The the grams that year were like crushed sodas. And I had my friend Georgette, like, hey, when you get here early and he get here early, like ask him in the morning, like if he liked me. Mind you, I should have asked this before I made the fucking uh gram. But she asked, and that nigga said no. I said I was no. He said no. He told your friend he doesn't like you. He was like my on and off crush since like first grade. Oh no, kindergarten, honestly, because like we were always in class, like we always flirt in class. And then seventh grade, like niggas was starting to get fine for real. So I was like, was am you know? True, that's true. Niggas yeah. start to get like grown fine, like how he find how he gonna be fine the rest of his life, kind of fine. So I was sick. Eighth grade, though, was more insidious. I got a crush grand with a love letter, secret admirer, all this shit. And I was so excited. Like, oh, my God, someone likes me. I'm so happy. And then, like, he left another note um, on my desk, like, in my class, like, a week or so later. I'm like, oh, my God, somebody really likes me. I'm talking to my friends. Like, y'all, somebody like me. And, you know, what should have been a red flag is that the handwriting looked different. On the second note. Whoa. Do okay. you know that my friends put money together to send a fake secret admirer to me and let it go on for weeks? Friends? I- These were your friends? Quote, unquote, friends. When I tell you, that was the most evil shit. That shit broke That's me. some evil shit ever. That's that was the no. most evil shit niggas could have ever done. Like, I'm so hurt. I said that wrong. What? I said that's, that's some most evil shit ever. I don't know what that was about. Of the most. That's evil. the most evil shit ever. Like it was, it was so mean, and I cannot believe they did that shit to me. Like as an adult, I can really look at that shit. Like wow, that was some evil. Well, do you think? Okay, so here's the thing, and I'm not, I'm not on their side. Like obviously, I'm on your side. I'm just asking a question. Do you think that they, in they like rabbit ass young bitch minds, thought that they were like doing something nice? Maybe no, they, they knew it was funny. As soon as I put it together, they were like, ah! <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> definitely cried when I got home. For sure, cried. I'm sorry. It's not funny that you cried. It's just you said you definitely cried when you got home, as if there was an alternative response. Um, oh, bitches can be so rude. Like that's mean. But you know what? Them faux friends when you're young, they will really do violent actions against you. This, I listen. There's this light skinned bitch named Deja who was at the youth center. Always light skinned bitch named Deja somewhere. She that fucking dirty bitch, and it's still on site when I see you, ho, because I was still sensitive back then. Anyway. You sensitive now? What the fuck I know, are you talking right about? Now, I'll cry and fight. I used to just cry first. And then I had to look for you the next day at the youth center to fight. She didn't come back. Anyway, so um, what happened was I was sitting there looking good. 
this bitch ripped my phony pony off and revealed my true pony, which was significantly smaller. Like I went from ponytail to bunny tail in the in the like a magician. Like voila, this bitch is bald headed for real. And people laughed. There was cackles. I was I was scrambling. You know when somebody snatch you bald, you don't know what direction to move. I went left. I went right. I leaned forward. I leaned back. Really. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm over here just moving in a circle, trying to distract people from the fact that don't hair is swinging. Oh my God, I had a breakdown. I fucking wept, okay? And let me tell you something about me. I'll cry where I sit. I don't need to go home. <laughs> I'll cry right there. I don't there. need to go home. Y'all are going to know right here you hurt me because I can fight. Y'all need to see this vulnerability for me to know I'm still human because when I beat the shit out of that bitch, I don't want to hear nothing about it. I, don't I had a I had a friend, uh, uh, and I say her name. I think I said it before, so we ain't got to bleep it. Vanessa McKenzie. I hope you're. <laughs> you, not say, doing you, say well. old, you say first and last. I hope oh, you're not. No, whatever. I hope you're not doing well. Um, I hope that you have heat damage, which you did when we were younger. I hope that continues. So did Deja, dry ass bitch. Right, your hair is dry. Um, she's definitely like a white mom, biracial, and she okay. like convinced a bunch of like girls to like gather my things from my locker and put my like real clothes in the toilet while I was at gym. What the fuck is the bad girls club? Hell. Yeah. So that's exactly what it was. And they were like, surprise. And I was like, yes, surprise. I'm terrified. What's happening? No, first of all, put somebody shit in the toilet. They put it in the toilet. And then like, she was so well liked by like the teachers and this really goes to show you how like privilege works she was so well liked by the teachers i had to say it multiple times for them to believe it because like i've been like a jokester my whole life i'd never say things when i'm supposed to i'm always saying something inappropriate so i'm like hey vanessa and her band of rapscallions put my shit in the toilet and gym and they're like vanessa no way i know her mom i'm like rapscallion i'm like no her and her her charge of misfits put my shit in the toilet while I was at gym. <laughs> like I'm telling you, the mystery it's over there. Yes, and then it's certain shit like that. Like I didn't like tell my parents because like they act up, right? So I'm like, it's serious, but it's not so serious that I want y'all to come up here and embarrass me. Mm-hmm. So like I had to like call my grandma and be like, you remember Vanessa? She's like, yeah, I can't stand that bitch. I'm like, yes, her. And her fucking band of miscreants have put my clothes in the fucking toilet. And my grandma had to call and tell people. And they're like, oh, we heard that. We thought she was lying. What am I lying for? I tell the truth. Right. <laughs> you see me still in this goddamn t-shirt and shorts? Y'all think I wanted to walk around in a Bayside Tiger fucking shirt all day? Exactly. Not when I have this good polo. And it's Michigan. I was in Michigan at the time, so it's cold. Have, like, honestly, what would y'all do? Y'all Bad Girls Club response. I mean, you came to the house. You're a public enemy of the house. Like, and this isn't even our scenario of the week. I just thought of this because Tally got her shit thrown on the toilet, which is actually the girls on Bad Girls Club. It's lit. Go ahead. But y'all on Bad Girls Club, you walk in, boom, Bad Girls. For whatever reason, it's decided off top. You are public enemy one of the house. You have no friends in the house. You come back from the club. These bitches have thrown all your shit in the pool. All your makeup is broken. And now there's six bitches in soapy shorts and socks. Like, you're not a bad girl. Now what? My answer is and, a little. What happens this night and the rest of the season? Do you keep up Here, the beef? You're going home. Here's my thing. I don't think I would do well on Bad Girls Club because I would just react how I react in real life. I'm going to cook a nice dinner. I'm going to set the table. 
I'm just gonna let y'all know that like I mean I'm more serious about like this shit than this bad girl shit I will kill y'all just like straight up I'm gonna let this ride and y'all are gonna eat this lasagna but I will murder (laughs) y'all so y'all really need to find another hoe to play with because I really wanted to come here and be cool with you weird weird bitches but like for real like the next person to touch my shit in here I'm it's gonna be the end of the season there's gonna be no more episodes because I'm gonna murk one of you bitches you gotta kill the producers first so they let you kill the other bitches yeah. No, and I would be in the camera like the Puerto Rican princess, like, and y'all too, don't let this shit in before you get what you need. Yep. You better stop playing with me before you don't get what you need. I will kill one of these hoes on here. Ain't right. gonna be no show. Ain't gonna be no fucking B-roll. None of that shit. None of that shit. The BTS is here. Right. That's what Zeus because, because knowing my personality, I didn't even do nothing to you to deserve this. They very rarely did. Like when they first put the girl to beef with, it would be because like she sold some ass in the club. Like not everybody hate her. You know what? You gonna sit here and have this lasagna. Somebody else got sent home, and then the replacement bitch gets hell. Like like when had it did Camilla? I still don't understand. Like y'all hoes just really hating. Like she came and she was fucking cute, and y'all hoes man, she beat y'all ass. Hoes man, I honestly already know, but I would have fared well on Bad Girls Club because I'm a sick person. That night. I would have definitely came downstairs to get my issue. I would have let one of the girls put their hands on me, a push or whatever, because now you've hit me first and now I'm on the green with production and I'm going to beat the shit out of one of y'all. The rest of y'all, we're going to do that fake, like, you know, I talked to her. She seemed really cool because y'all don't want no fucking smoke and I'm going to run this fucking house. And on the last day, I am rag tag running through this bitch, beating everybody's ass. I'm making it to the trip. But as soon as the trip is over, y'all thought it was sweet. Y'all are just gonna over for the trip. Y'all gonna see all my confessionals in the confession. I'm like, these hoes is buying me shots. I'm still gonna beat their ass in what eight days? Count it. Like count down. Then <laughs> at the reunion, I could I would be like, now nah, we could be cool. Because Megan got sent home after that night and then came back to the like what did she come back like? What was that day when she was like, anybody wanna fight? What day was that? That was on the reunion. That was the reunion. That no, was no, the- no. They had a okay. No, no. There's an episode where they had to do. See, Bad Girls Club used to be real messy, so they had to do the Bad Girls Club photo shoot. So they brought all the girls back, even the ones that had been eliminated for the photo shoot. So that's when she was sitting there at the photo shoot, like, so does anybody want to fight? So what's up? I want to fight. I yes. want to fight. Who want to fight? That, that I really don't know what I do, y'all, because y'all know I don't get angry. Like aside from like not fighting and stuff, I just don't get angry at all. Like y'all never see me angry. So I may snap. I don't know what's gonna happen. I may just see. But you know, Melanie, like, that's honestly, like, why I don't fuck with you for real. Like, because people who get angry, I'm like, okay, I know what my limit is. But because I've never really seen you, like, get for real. Like, I've seen you get, like, sassy. But because I've never seen you get angry before, I'm just like, I might be the person that Melanie fuck around and kill. Do you, can y'all imagine she came in the bathroom to see all her expensive natural hair products just floating in the pool? Top (laughs) Miel, bitch, you go throw my Miel. I got you gonna throw my shit Mel's in the in the confessional with a dry with a dry fucking situation like they threw my shit <laughs> oh I'm about to make a black casserole bitch down a drain bitch in the pool I'm killing these hoes tonight <laughs> no I I remember one time I got angry this is so like ridiculous but this is the night that my long sister lost me seeing you and then the girl that ran girl, what the fuck <laughs> No, I was so fucking mad. If y'all knew, like, cause it's like the backlash because, like, she was in the group me shit, too. So, like, they did that to really sabotage her race. But she ran anyway, and she still did pretty good. But the girl she ran against had, like, a song with her name in it. So somebody kept driving past my house. Everybody knew where I lived. They kept on driving past my house and playing a song. I said, who the fuck is that outside? I was like, even myself. 
because people was like coming to my room because everybody came out like somebody had died. Like everybody was like, hey, I'm just coming to check on her. Everybody good? I'm like, we good. Somebody was in my room like, get the fuck out of my room. It was bad. I have never seen myself like that. I was pissed because like we oh, have been, God. we've been working our asses off all week. It was just like super somber because like we knew that she probably was going to lose. But like when it happened, we were just mad. It was just like after all of that bullshit that we had gone through to get to that point. And again, we were like, I was like 19. So like, this was like our world at the time. Like, yeah, like, yeah. That shit is dumb. But when you fucking 19, when you still got like 30, 40 credits left, bitch, I'm here for another couple of years, bitch, I'm mad. Even when people think about like home, like if you think about people at home, cause well, my high school is white, so I didn't fuck with them in their, uh, you know, practices but like people took homecoming and prom and things of that nature and getting nominated for those things very seriously like for real like they took it like a grammy and that's because most people won't ever get a grammy so yeah and and college especially at hbcu and especially at famu that shit is a big fucking deal you know what i was really mad about when i was in high school but i didn't say anything because that was one of my most adult moments where i was like you won anyway my senior prom i know very well i was the best dressed person there I know that from the bottom of my heart. No, for real. And I didn't even know that was an award until the night of. And then they was doing the best dress and they were like, in a minute, we're going to do the best dress. And I was like, perfect. I'll win that. Even though I just learned about it just now. (laughs) And this basic ass book. I came to my prom in a couture wedding dress, honey. Like I showed up. We look like a couple. We look like it was our wedding. Okay. They were like, oh, best dress announcement in a couple minutes. Best dress announcement in a couple minutes. I'm like, perfect. I can't wait. I'm the DJ too. Say my name. Say my name. (laughs) My name. I was like, I know I'm not going to win prom queen because scandal, but I will win this best dress. (laughs) And then this girl who I will not name because she is a sweetheart and has done nothing to me. She won that shit. And I was like, I know this basic ass Davis bridal dress did not win over my dress i was hot about that shit i was hot all night long i was hot at the waffle house i was hot at the after party i was hot all night long i was like i know you know you mad when you keep bringing it up like you had a good time can y'all believe i didn't win but no, the thing, that fucking yellow shit she had on are you kidding me did y'all fuck with her dress am i who didn't fuck with y'all it like, y'all didn't like it hey so y'all, man, y'all didn't like it either so who voted Right. My dad was the security for the after party. And I got to that shit and told him I didn't win best dress. He was like, who the fuck counted the votes? Bitch, you look delicious. You, so you, look amazing. <laughs> you ain't win? Who was like, fun? Yeah, I went and got this patch um, birth control because I was tired of make, taking the pill because I was keeping up and getting it. This bitch itches so bad. I heard that the adhesive on it is really itchy. I've never, I've never heard anything about the patch. So as you go through your birth control journey with this, I'm curious about it. It's one of the few birth controls I've never tried. So it's a patch. Like, I honestly, I went to the doctor like, hey, I want to try the patch. I'm thinking it's going to be some assembly required. And she's like, okay, this bitch was free. I just went to the thing and picked it up. Mm. And all you have to do is just put the shit on a spot that it tell you to and then move it every week. Where is and it? It's on my ass. And so you got to move it to a new ass cheek every week, back to back? I can move it in the ass cheek. I can put it on my back right here who i would just put mine under my titty like a pop-up book <laughs> i don't have an under titty and then they can put it on your arm or you can put it on like your pelvis hip area but mine i was gonna put it there but it's always because i said indian style it's always so much friction and creasage in that area so i feel like the flattest surface or the smoothest surface was my ass to put it on does it look like a cigarette oh. for people that smoke cigarettes does it look like a cigarette patch yeah it looked like a nicotine nicotine patch 
Okay. I would stop taking birth control because it it really just lowered my sex drive. And I was like, is the control of the birth that I don't want to fuck? A little bit. Is that it? A little bit. I, I mean, it doesn't completely go away. But my some- old birth control that I took a couple of years ago, when I would drink, it would dry my vagina out. Mm-hmm. Like it would be dry, like to the point where it was painful. I don't even know why we the people that gotta take birth control. I why would you shoot at a bulletproof vest? They say, they say it's, cheaper too. it's cheaper and easier, and vasectomies are reversible. But of course, policing a man's body is unheard of. But us, free game. Mm-hmm. I got so a last group. year this time, Tally. You said what? She was doing last year this time, Valentine's so Day. So my last Valentine's Day, I was dealing with the the worst nigga in the world, trademark. Um. And on Valentine's Day, whatever time it was, I was told that he was in a car accident and that we would not be able to spend Valentine's Day together because he was in a car accident. He had shit going on with his car. So I'm like, okay. So I spent Valentine's Day by myself getting drunk in my apartment and crying because I had plans and then I didn't because of said car accident. Now come to find out that was absolutely not the truth. I know the truth now, just found it out. Uh, he was just with other women uh, on Valentine's Day. Uh, I still ended up getting all my gifts. You know, we went out a couple days later. I just don't like to be side bitched and I don't know it. Um, so yeah, I celebrated Valentine's Day on like the 16th or 17th or some shit like that. Um, but you know, I still got all the shit I wanted. It was just uncomfortable. I was just in an uncomfortable situation. It was just very toxic. And it was one of those things where I knew probably what he said about the car accident wasn't the truth. I just didn't. I thought the world was ending, so I didn't care enough. You but know? Sometimes, here's the thing with niggas. You, you want to be cognizant. You want to be careful. But at the same time, you don't want to be so jaded that, oh, this nigga lying. You lying. Liar. You don't want to be that angry black woman that, you know, damaged black woman. But at the same time, you, you know, you want to give niggas the benefit of the doubt. So I get what you're saying. Like, oh, how you fall for that? It's like, I didn't fall for it. I just would like to believe this nigga was telling the truth for once. Which, which he he absolutely wasn't. It was just I was just being so like manip. Mm. Sorry, I was just being so like emotionally manipulated. It's like you tell like a person like, oh, these are the things I've been through in my past. This is my trauma, and they be like, cool, I'll never do that to you. And then they do it to you, but like remix style. A remix, yeah. They they find their way. Like, how can I do what she's used to, but in my in my, in my own way? way? How can I? How can I? You know, reprise this in my own way and that's mm-hmm. absolutely what happened but like now like you know I'm with somebody that I've been with before it feels it was healthy the first time it was just a lot because it was long distance but like I ain't got to put up with that shit I ain't got to put up with nobody lying about no uh and you know what even if you did get in a car accident it's uber it's it's all kinds of shit fuck you lying ass bitch that's why you guys gotta start lying to niggas when you get to know them um <laughs> or you just tell them trauma that's not real so when they try to use it against you and weaponize it, it's not effective because that never happened. Like, I like to tell niggas I'm scared of water. I have no fear of water. So then they might be like trying to argue with me by a large pool and think I'm scared, but I'm not. Just something to think about. That's some genius shit. That's like, okay, pause. You're an innovator. That's what that is. Yeah, I might have to start doing it. Yeah, I'm real scared of roller coasters. You know what I'm saying? I'm real scared of people just showing me too much love and affection. <laughs> I hate pasta. I'm scared. I get, I just get nervous when niggas try to pay for everything. I hate reassurance. 
Like when niggas care, like what you care about me too often. When niggas tell the truth the first time, like it is really, I hate it. Mm-hmm. No, so um, real quick, did y'all watch Malcolm and Marie? Because that's basically what. Girl, yeah, I watch Malcolm and Marie. And if your relationship ain't healthy, please do not watch it with your partner. Because I didn't understand it. Because I'm just like, I would never. So, but niggas was real life triggered by it. So. I have not watched Malcolm Marie, and I'm gonna be honest with y'all. The only reason I haven't is because I still have a couple days left of CBS All Access. I have a couple seasons left of the challenge, and then I'll be back on real TV. <laughs> Malcolm and Marie was like um sitting in the back seat while your like friends who are a couple argue. Yes, and you're just like so and you just like I if y'all drop me right here, I could Uber. Bro, I had a, I had an experience like that in undergrad. My homegirl and her nigga was arguing. And I was in the back seat, and this nigga had like a like a one of the like Camaro shit. So I couldn't just hop out if I wanted to. And this nigga started driving so fast, and I was like, "I'ma die," because mm-hmm. he had hurt. I was sick. I was like, "Can y'all please just take us home?" Think about think about life, y'all. It's <laughs> worth your life. Y'all love each other. Don't do this. Don't do this. Like y'all, you really care about her. Like for real. Like <laughs> I was a back look. That's when you just gotta be like, hey, hey, I'm I'm still back here. I'm here. I'm back here. Like you don't say nothing like that and set them off. Right. You shut the <laughs> fuck up. Back there. As a matter of fact, you always worry about a bitch. I'll talk to you in the front. Like Frank died too. Like no, 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 no. See, Tally, you would be the person to get the whole car wrecked. What you need to do, you be I shut my ass up. You see, I'm still living today, eight years later, bitch, because I shut the fuck up. He's driving 80, knowing he got bad brakes. Let's all calm down. Because he would have turned around and say some shit to Tally ass and then crash into a tree. No, you just have to. That's when you start passing blunts, bro. I promise y'all, like, niggas get to smoking and being quiet and listening to music. They can revisit this conversation a little later. Where were you at last Valentine's Day, Lauren? Let me be honest with y'all. I don't even remember who I was talking to last Valentine's Day. I, I don't know. Listen, here's the thing. And no disrespect, it's not because I intentionally forgot it. It's like, I just don't recall because I've had so many amazing Valentine's Day to remember. And I've also, I really, I love Valentine's Day. It's my favorite holiday. So um, I think last year, maybe I just didn't Uber celebrate Valentine's Day. And that's why it's not resonating because I really, I'm drawing a complete blank. I, I don't know what I did last year for Valentine's Day. I think it was something cute because I, I don't remember being disappointed. Whoever I was with, shout out to you. And if I was with myself, you shout out to like me. your homegirl house or something like that, because she was having something. I'm trying to remember. That might have been where I'm at. That's what I'm saying. I think I kicked it. So I was with Lauren on Valentine's Day last year. Um, and again, let me preface this by saying last year, this time, I wanted to literally no longer live, right? It was, I was very, very depressed. I was unemployed. I thought I like my health was declining. I just got a really bad situation shit, which was just very tumultuous. And the nigga act, knew how excited I was about Valentine's Day and then acted it up right before Valentine's Day in true nigga fashion. I was sick. Like my life was spiraling out of control. God, God is good because I'm no longer there. All the time. And all the time. Hello. But on Valentine's Day, I was like, you know what? I got two shows tonight. I'm going to do comedy. I'm going to work dates blah 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 so i got cute and i went to sweet lounge oh and then a nigga said he's gonna give me some flowers and then never sent the flowers i like, remember that i remember because i was so <laughs> sick because i was like i need a win today and i told my mom about it she was like child where your flowers the didn't we go out flowers? around that time so when was that night that we went to that was the next night yeah that, that was, was the next night that we went to crew and we went to 
I don't think that was the night we went to the crew. I think that's one of the nights we ended up. Oh, oh that's when we went to Grand Lux and Whiskey Mistress. Yes, that was like the second time we did that since. Oh, that was it. No, that was in December when we no, went to, we went to Grand Lux again in February. We went again. Oh yeah, we did. Yes, I remember that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh man. Yep. So yeah so he never the flowers never came he was like oh something happened with 1-800 flowers blah, blah, blah. i'm just like well nigga if you was a real nigga you would have sent the flowers even though they came on the 15 16 17 send the flowers my nigga send the flowers bitch so i was like sick about that so i did the comedy show at sweet you know the crowd was like iffy i'm like all right fuck it <laughs> then i did another show and it was like weird as fuck on edgewood hella weird ass niggas in there and then like i was on stage telling my jokes and i saw this fine ass nigga who looked like um he looked like the nigga who played Corey Wise, but if he was raised in a really bad neighborhood. So I was just like, was am like in my yes, set. I, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't even focus. I said something to him. He was just like laughing. I'm just like, nigga, marry me. The fuck are you talking about? Like, so he just never, he never took my shot and I was sick about it, bro. Like I disappeared. I was sick. So Valentine's Day was very sad, but the only good time thing about that is that my little cousin came in town that weekend and she was so precious. And I got to play play mommy that weekend, but it was very sad. Like so, that's why this year I'm just so excited to actually have a person who gives a fuck about me, and it's just like amazing. Like honestly, I've never felt love like this, and I hate to be like all ghetto <laughs> and, and lame. Hey. Like, I didn't but you know, know what like, you did embarrass you, but I really don't think he will. And if he do, then you know whatever. But like I love it here. You, you deserve, because, like, at the end of the day, like, last year, like, I was with a lunatic, and, like, yes, I was getting nice things, and, you know, whatever, but at the end of the day, somebody was, like, seriously mistreating me, mm-hmm. and I, like, was on the phone with this nigga yesterday, and we had a miscommunication about something, and we both handled it like grown-ups, and then we talked about it later, and it's like, yeah, I really wanted to spaz on you, but I didn't, and he's like, yeah, I really wanted to spaz on you, but I didn't, Cause I said I was gonna stop doing that, and I was like, yeah. And I said I was gonna stop doing that, and it's like I love you, I love you, fist bump. That's the type of shit that I got going it's on now. The fuck, it, it works, bro. And it works. And it's be the little shit, and it's like, damn, this nigga really my person. Like this nigga likes Arby's, bro. I fucking love Arby's. I mean, at the end of the day, first of all, that's disgusting. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I, as we discussed last episode, I, you know, had an incident, and he still loves me anyway. So Arby's is, a, you know what? Because who else gonna eat that with you? You know, fucking curly fries, my nigga. Y'all ain't had the curly fries. Y'all ain't had the chicken tur- um, turkey bacon ranch club. I've had all of that and have still been freed from the shackles. Okay, delicious. So we gonna eat Arby's and watch our Marvel movies and television shows, and how's gonna be mad? But um, what else we supposed to be talking about, y'all? Oh, we don't. Oh, yeah. So we're talking about, you know, we have our year in the pot and, you know, things have been great. Of course, they can obviously have been greater. We could have been, you know, selling out Madison Square Garden by now. But, you know, who are we? Um, So we do have some things we did want to talk about, even though we like an hour and a half in at this point. <laughs> we ain't been talking about shit. Um, We had a letter, but like, sis fixed her own life. Who told her to do that? Like, we don't do that. that. Don't send us, don't, don't fix your problem. Don't send us no letters and then resolve your own problem because you probably made the wrong choice. Stay and messed up until we fix it. Yeah, we're going to fix it. We're going to get to it. So stay toxic and dysfunctional until we get there. Yes. So, um, pre podcast, um, podcast questions behind the scenes. Let's, let's dig into what this pod is. Um, 
you know, jokes on you. We we came up with this title. We were sitting in Tally's house on one of our many drunken meetings that were not productive at all. But then we, it, something we said, jokes on you, and then we was like, that's it. That's the name, y'all. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's the name. And then it just worked. And then that's and then I lost the argument on putting the apostrophe in jokes. Thank God, um, thank God bruh, bruh. The fucking grammatarian in me. I don't even know that's a word. That's some funny shit you just said, grammatarian. The grammatarian. We're putting me, multiple like, jokes on niggas week after week. Week like after like week. So we're physically putting jokes on niggas. Mm-hmm. Jokes are physically on you. The like, jokes are on top of okay. you. Feel um, if if you if we had never liked, because I y'all had already knew each other before I knew y'all, right? Yes. If we had never like met, and I'm gonna start with Lauren. If we had never met. Wait, okay, let's talk about how we met. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Oh, okay. One of y'all went. I met Lauren at the first hell yeah. Yeah. I met Lauren at the first hell yeah, and as usual, I bombed hell yeah. And it was just, it was cool, but niggas our age don't watch comedy and they just don't engage. And I was just like sick. And then some nigga who I was talking to at the time who came and it was kind of awkward because it's like, nigga, do you like me or do you not like me? And then he had on like a suit and it was just like, he became the suit nigga at the thing. And I was just like, oh my God. But then I met Lauren, then I remember her um joke about the ENC bitch. That's my favorite Lauren joke because that shit is so fucking funny. And then my favorite Lauren joke is the uh the pillow in the t the pillow in the t-shirt, like as a pillowcase. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> That's ghetto as fuck. It's so ghetto, but niggas be out. Uh I met Tally. I met Tally. Apparently I met Tally before. I met Tally when I met Rodney, which was like two years ago, but I don't remember meeting Tally when I met Rodney. But I can be unremarkable if I'm not having a good day. So but I don't remember about like talks. I don't remember talking to you, but then I <laughs> met you officially. When we did the comedy hype shit um, that time, it was the three of us. And that's how, that's really like the pilot episode, you know, type shit. And that's how we really got to know each other. And then from there, you know, I followed Tally and shit. And then I saw she was single because she was talking about her nigga who was there. And then she was like, yeah, I broke up with that nigga. I said, wait, bitch, what? And then she was like, yeah, let's do brunch. And then the rest was history. And then oh, I got really, really cool with Lauren when I came back from New York. Mm-hmm. No, you know, I was cool with Lauren before because I would lob shit to Lauren. I don't put money in Lauren pockets. It's true. Before, mm-hmm. so bitch, don't ever talk, don't ever speak ill of me, bitch, because I'd have, I'd have been good to you. <laughs> they had me over there when I first listened to the show that uh, know how Lincoln was when I got there. They wasn't there reading the Bible. I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to reverb this anal thing into something to Christian, and it ain't happening. Fuck it, I'd have had too many shots of tequila. We here now. No, y'all was the first comedy girls that I met that were like actually like nice to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why like I was so excited because like when I was doing the comedy hype thing, I was like, okay, I'm gonna just go here, get the fuck out. I thought it was a thing where I was gonna be there by myself. Mm-hmm. And then so when I met y'all, I was like, they look normal. Because mm-hmm. the thing about being around the comedy girls, whatever, whoever believes they should take offense to it, please do. They be rude. They be rude. They be, they be so caught up on putting their attention on the male comedians in the room or vying for the attention for the male comedians in the room or whoever's running the room that they treat you bad. And it's just like, bitch, I don't, I don't even do that as for real as you, especially that was my idea at the time. I was just like really not getting started, but really getting serious. And I'm like, you know, this ain't even my real job. So like you, you could be nice to me. It don't matter. I'm going to work on Monday. So you treat me nice, but y'all was the first 
you doing all this for these niggas ill like y'all were the first girls that I met that were like hey what's up nice to meet you and I'm like moi (laughs) and I was like okay these ladies are it and that is what I thought it was nice and y'all liked my joke about marriage and pizza and so I was like yes I will oh my favorite that's my favorite joke of yours but I like when you be like do you want pizza every day when you say like every day that should be so funny to me and me and Lauren had already been getting cooler when I got back because we was going to um Punchline. Hank's room. We was at Hank's room, then we met Rodney. Well, I met Rodney Perry, and that's when we was talking to Rodney. He was like, Y'all need a podcast. So it had already been like manifested type shit. So we was already gonna start working on it, but then you was the missing piece. That was it. And then it all made sense. I um wow, oh my gosh. Yeah, so Mel, I remember me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, that was like I was still like baby doing comedy too that's like one of, I was only like two three months in at that time yeah, so I had just started for real, for real so um I was super nervous and a lot of people I knew from like some social circles that I'm in were gonna be there plus the person who's admitted is Monique is super cool so I was just like also like if I don't do a good job it's gonna be super embarrassing um so I went I actually don't even remember I think I did decent people laughed I don't know um it's like I don't know, but that night I met Mel because there wasn't that many women on the show. That was the other thing about it. I thought, was it all girls? It was me, you, was the white girl. All girls? Or no, the first one wasn't all girls. The first hell yeah was me, you. There was guys on the show. The very first one I did. When I, I, remember, I just remember the white girl. And I remember, I think um, Zara was on it. She did it just like on some like drunk shit. And then yeah, she came up and did the, that was her first time she got in the mic. That was um that wasn't a ladies' night though, because they had another, I don't know. I've done a I couple of remember things. none of the niggas but the host nigga. I remember the host nigga, but I don't remember nobody that was, else. That's Cam was still coasting. Oh, it was such that a was also my birthday weekend. The growth of hell, yeah. That was back when it was in fucking um on artisans and shit like that. But yeah, that one place, um, yeah. I met Mel there and some other comedians there because I've always been like, all right, I'm gonna be nice and cordial in these spaces and talk to people, but people would be fucking weird. And I don't have for it. And also, like, there is a level of, like, I won't, I don't want to call it hazing, but let's just say that, because that's the word I know, um, to a degree between, like, comedians and new people doing comedy. And there's another level of it if you are a woman amongst the women, um, because it's, it's not that many anyway. And so to a degree, they've been conditioned to be like, there can only be one. So it's combative. Mm-hmm. I will say that's definitely lessened. You see a lot more groups of women doing comedy together or just going on tours and shows and things like that as of late, which I think is really dope. Um, not that that's been invented in the past like year or so, but I've just seen more of it in Atlanta since I've doing comedy. So that is a good thing, but it is like people, I think comedians can be like defensive of their craft. Like, so when new people come in, they're like, fuck you doing here like this is my thing i'm gonna make it i'm up next you, take it seriously. you ain't put enough hours yeah like you're in the way just by existing in well, this you give me some fucking stage time maybe i could practice yeah like so i've always like I've, i will say throughout my my what now three years doing comedy i've always been um able to communicate with people just enough to be able to get on stage but like i really don't hang out so y'all were the wow like in this very very extremely small group of comedians that I was like oh these people are actually cool I will speak to outside of this green room you know what I'm saying because like yeah. not even because I don't like other people but it's just like I'm a um 
Y'all the only bitches whose house I ever been to in this comedy shit because it's like but, but see people. Lauren oh go ahead I'm sorry I'm sorry oh, go ahead. Go ahead. no to your point like it's that I don't like other people like you're like it's not that I don't like other people it is that I don't like other people it is absolutely so, that I don't it like is, other it is absolutely that I don't like other people just because like people have like especially like yeah my all of our brands of comedy are different mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is and it's probably because I don't want to see it but I don't know what it is that makes other female comedians not want to like fuck with me for real. But it has just been so difficult that when I like met y'all, I'm like, I was waiting on y'all to be mean to me. Mm-hmm. I was waiting on it. Like the only people that have been nice to me, Kelly Hills was nice. Mm-hmm. And the girls that were in, we got food at home. All of them were nice to me. And the ones that like, I've seen it like CC shit were cool. But in general, like girls really mean to me. And I'm like, what have I done to fucking you thought I was be mean. bitches always think I'm gonna be mean specifically you thought I was gonna be a bitch huh I just know no I didn't think you were gonna be a bitch it was I don't know with you it was just kind of just like you gave me like a DeKalb County vibe anyway so I felt kindred to you anyway you gave oh, me yeah. No, for real. You gave me a I grew up in DeKalb County vibe so I was like even if she don't fuck with me for real we'll get there you know, later. And then Lauren was just so nice. I was just like, but Lauren seemed like she was nice to me, but she wasn't nice always. And I was like, oh, she's being- I was glad that resonated. Yeah. I was like, she's being specifically nice to me because this doesn't seem like an energy she gives everybody. (laughs) That's why I was just like, okay, well, I- These were big and welcoming. And I was like, she's cool with me. Oh, and then it clicked. I'm like, this is um, Bo's friend. Okay, gotcha. So that I think that is a nice thing that um in that comedic I think it's good that we met in a creative space I like see I don't like meeting people and like actually no I like people because people are interesting people are like predictable as fuck because human emotions are the list that they are but the way that people like take process and exist is so fucking interesting to me because I'm a fucking sicko and I like to see nut job shit on a daily basis so um with y'all though it felt very comfortable and normal and like uh some comedians and not even just comedians just people in general can be very performative when they come in the room like <laughs> like yo like what's up y'all like all right hi y'all i'm funny man nigger boy and i'm like oh I hate, <laughs> I hate this motherfucker right here like that person physically drains me and i'm a lot like i'm extra as hell like as fuck i'm a lot but if i say you're a lot you're more than the most and it's the maximum and i can't do it like there's niggas that'll come in there and be like, hey, 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 shout it, huh? And they'll repeat a joke that they said about you until everybody acknowledges it. Like, sir, sit down. You are 38. You're 38. 38. And especially like coming into some spaces, like in the beginning, I wouldn't go nowhere unless Ronnie was there because he was like my actual friend before all the bullshit. And he's the one who told me to do comedy. So I'm like, cool, great. Then I met Cameron and I was like, okay, Cameron's cool. If he's there, I'll feel safe, cool. And then I can start to get more used to it. But like, niggas, it's fucking weird. Don't be young and cute too, because I started at 23. I'm young and cute. And at the time I was kind of skinny too. So I was like, oh God, these niggas on me like, what? so what you do? You, you tell jokes? Yeah, oh, what you tell jokes? Oh, you said, oh, you, so you had raw sex, huh? Cause you tell him talking jokes. So you don't use condoms, huh? Get well, out of the like, camera, beat yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this frightening. I think I, had, I think I had a better like spirit for, cause I was going to shows by myself constantly all the time. And I think I had a more um, build a force field kind of to it. Cause I had just left the military and being on boats with men for months by myself in a shop, like, 
there's nothing y'all can say to me that's gonna out creep and i will fucking say some foul ass shit to you back until you get to a place you're like you know what i don't want to go back and forth with this bitch i'm gonna just pretend that i don't want to fuck her anymore and just be cool with her for now see i'm not that funny when i'm being bothered so i was just straight up telling niggas not to talk to me yeah. and i think i think that's where i kind of like like the niggas that I like in comedy, like we cool, but like some of them would be like talking to me. I'd be like straight up, like stop talking to me. And it'd be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. and I'm like, no, for real, no, stop, stop talking will, to me. I will say though, every time I went and did stand up somewhere, there was always at least one nigga there that was cool. Like whether it had been Cameron or Marlon or Kamal, or I'm sure up here, it's a list of people up. Uh, Mando, it's a whole bunch of people that I would see I out. I love Mando, Mando's great. And the thing about it is like, if you're, if you kind of limit yourself and don't do it because you're worried about those interactions, it really can't go nowhere. So I just got to a place where I was like, fuck it. Yeah, you you got to find your safe niggas and that's kind of sad, but it's like, oh, and of the cool niggas here. And if oh, not, God. for real, for real, if not, and I feel like the room room's weird, I don't have to stay back there. I'll go hang out and watch the show. And now yeah, y'all are going to talk to me because it's fucking okay. quiet out here. Like, so it all is, it's, it's a, um, niggas as horny as usual, your honor. And I, I'm glad, like, over time, niggas realized they really was not finna fuck me. So it was just like, okay. But it, I, it did get comfortable after a while. Oh, I'm sorry. What'd you say? And I said, it did get comfortable after a while. And I can't wait till the world opens back up because it did get comfortable where, like, we could just go to the show together. Yeah. Like, and it, it did, like, the top couple times we went to uh, Blue Lagoon or I don't know what it's called. Is it called Blue Lagoon, Goo, Goo Lagoon, whatever it's called. We go there together. You know, we show up to places together. And it's like, I know that I have people there that's like looking out for me. And it was not awkward. So that was nice. Oh, E-Man too. That was one of my early protectors. He was going to, but either way, like these niggas are horny, but they're also just like, they're just going to talk shit. Cause even if they're not being horny, they are going to just say little shit. And then you have sometimes the other people that are there going to be catty, but it's not always like that. I've also been in like really, really fun green room spaces where I was like, now I feel like I'm hanging out with a group of people and there's some I, sort of- I always like the green room at um, Relax. Yeah, it's like it's been so a couple, like, uh, I could say, what my what my favorite green room experience? What's y'all's favorite green room experience? Me. I had a lot of fun green room moments. Um, I'll say two. One has to be the green room with Mark Curry. One because he was super super fucking nice and he was very like, "Hey, let me sit and talk to you about your sex. Mm -hmm. I really think you're funny." But also that night, I met Miss Juicy Baby, the queen of Atlanta, boo. And she was like, you are so funny. I really liked you. And I was like, I have arrived. Okay, motherfuckers, I'm here. That's the queen of Atlanta talking to me, Laura Knight. Um, my other favorite green room moment has to be, I would say there was a night, it was me, I, I would say that night, me, Mel, Brandy, the, the night with the young niggas that was with them. Young oh, that, oh my God. that may be my favorite one too. Roasting niggas is so fun, especially when niggas, when niggas assess like, oh shit, these bitches really got jokes. Like, and they really keep trying and y'all just really on the head. It's, it was such a good- The three of us were like tag teaming. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm bored. I started using big words and his brain started malfunctioning. I was like, I'm not having fun anymore. <laughs> but this nigga had them big ass, extra large chompers. He had on designer scribble scrabble pants and wedges and a, probably a book bag of sorts. Okay, no, 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 no. Wedges? And his teeth. He did not get his teeth filed. He still, you know when you get the acrylic just put on and it still got the logo on it? His teeth had the little R logo on the back. Long, thick-ass tooth. Big chomper-ass nigga. Munch, munch, boy. 
two young stripper bitches with them with sandals on in the wintertime. And their their Instagrams are going crazy. All these bitches do is clap ass. Okay. I and listen, for the record, I went to their pages. I know which grown niggas in the comedy game are following these young bitches. I know the grown niggas in my personal life. That little hoe posted, she was 18. I know people that graduated. I, I, I saw a class of 2006 in the building. Hello, my my seniors, my elders, 30 plus gang, all on this young bitch booty page. I ought to be ashamed of yourself. She got a fat ass though. She does have a fat yeah. ass. But she had on sandals and it was like- She had on perfect. sandals in the winter and that's how I knew she was selling pussy. That's, a that's poverty. And not to be rude, you know, there's nothing wrong with selling pussy, but it, it is, it's two things going on if you're wearing sandals, like with your toes out when it's cold. You either doing drugs or you're selling pussy. Or both. Well, I, I'm- Cause sometimes it's tandem. And you know what? Cause a square is always a rectangle, but a rectangle ain't always a square. It's pretty and much- that's, And that's a word because you know what? If it's so cold outside that you got sandals on, but you not bothered by it, like you want some good shit, bro. Or you're about to get back in the car. Or you're about to get back in the car and that's real. You, you know, um, it doesn't matter if it's cold outside, I'm getting out of the car, I'm going inside, and I'm getting back in the car. Are y'all ready for your random scenario? Oh, wait, wait, no, because we got to talk about what we were doing if we weren't doing comedy. Okay, fine. If we didn't start doing comedy when we did. So do that, and then we'll do the scenario. Okay, I'll do mine first, uh, straight up. So I started doing comedy after a heartbreak. Um, I won't say his name because that's not fair. But um, I have, my heart was broken pretty bad. And I wanted to like straight up like die, just straight up. Uh, and then Rodney was like, these are some pretty dark, dark jokes you're telling about the situation. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you should do stand up. And I'm like, fuck you, I'm not doing stand up. And he's like, pussy. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it now. Cause if you know me, the way to get me to do anything is to call me a pussy. And then I will do whatever. If I wasn't doing comedy right now, I'd probably still be running up behind this man that is no longer a part of my life at all. But if I wasn't doing comedy, I definitely would still be like calling him, trying to be in contact with him, texting him, all these things. I'd be miserable. Um, I'd probably be somewhere working at, I don't know, a Cracker Barrel. Um, <laughs> I, used to work cracker. At cracker Barrel. I was drinking a lot at the time. No, um, I absolutely had a for real alcohol problem. During the time before I started doing comedy, uh, I got so drunk. Uh, this person ended up getting married to another woman. I got so drunk on the day of their wedding that I drank almost a whole bottle of Everclear and I ended up parking myself in the emergency room bay of a hospital. I parked my car. If you've seen my car, it's a Hyundai Accent. I parked it in the emergency room bay like it was a Bentley. And the lady was like, you should be dead. And I was like, I'm aware. And I got my stomach pumped. So that is the level of very dark. No, that's real. Even that is the it my my choices were to get Everclear drunk and almost die or put on my sluttiest red dress and go stop that wedding. You know, at least you took yourself to the doctor. Because <laughs> I'd just be going to a nigga house. <laughs> that, that does never help me here. So you, at least you got your you stomach. Plain Wayne, you may have gotten your ass beaten. I think that may have been safer than getting your stomach punched. Pumped, pumped, uh, pumped. I will say though, one time I got high with these girls. Um, let me clarify. These girls got high and I was there. Um, this is in high school. Um, this is during the time where people used to take a package of Benadryls to get fucked up. 
I know this is one of these segues where this really happened. So what you do is, I don't remember if it was 24 or 26, something like that. It's two sheets of Benadryls. You take all of them and you hallucinate. I promise y'all. This is in Ohio. This is what they be on the day in. So these girls did that and I was supervising them. And um, at one point the girl started freaking out. Like she started talking to the wall, which is common on 26 Benadryls. You know, uh, you see things that aren't there as you're near death. Really uh, she started talking to the wall. She started freaking out. She's about to call the police. I'm about to call the police. Now, these two girls are white, not black. So she said she's about to call the police. And most people were like, oh, you fucked up. You left them. But um, in my defense, none of those people were black. So I left them. They called the police on themselves. Um, well, one escaped with me, the sister. She, the sister left with me. The other girl went to the hospital and they pumped her stomach. And her sister and me, we I, I, we had a good time. She was tripping. I was tripping. She's like, yo, my sister's a dumbass. I was like, yeah, she's crazy. We lit. And um, shout out to that family. You literally tore that family apart, Lauren. Oh, they were on their last legs. That was, that was a family. Let me tell you something. I met the older sister first. They, they like a year apart. I met the older sister first in school. She was always very like kind of fake because I knew she was a nut job, but she was always trying to act like she was better than she really wanted to hang out with like the super popping white girls, but she didn't quite make the cut. So she settled. Her sister was fun. Her sister could not fight, was constantly talking shit. She would get, she was the kind of bitch to get beat up and be like, well, you're still bald. Your boyfriend cheats on you every weekend. Like she just hell. And I loved it. So we got along and, um, you know. So what would you be doing if you didn't do comedy? How did you start? If I wasn't doing comedy, I would probably be hosting events, to be quite honest. Maybe rapping. I would actually probably have a job, <laughs> to be honest with y'all. I would definitely probably be working. Um, so, I mean, there's some positives. Comedy's kind of ruining my life. Um, <laughs> I... What would I be doing? I definitely probably think I would be hosting events, like probably like rap shows and stuff like that. And somehow trying to get myself involved in music in some way. Cause I think at this point in my life, I realized whatever I want to do is going to be a creative function of some capacity. It's what I like. So my strengths are. So my comedy origin story, um, I knew I wanted to write things and like tell stories, uh, stand up specifically. I was always interested in, but I was like, people used to tell me the time, like, you should do stand up, you should do stand up. But I was like, scared to do it because then I thought I wouldn't do a good job at it. So, um, one faithful November, I, um, I was dating somebody at the time who was very like, yes, yeah, just do it, just do it, just do it. So I signed up. I had anxiety about it for weeks. I got on stage. A lot of people I knew were there. I literally blacked out. I just remember the light hitting my face and my mouth was moving. I'm not cognizant of anything I said. I have the video of the first time I did stand up. To this day, I've never watched it. Um, cringe, like fuck. But yeah, I've got off stage. People like, yo, you were really funny, blah, 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 blah. But like, I felt like so good. Like when I was done, I was like, I gotta do that shit again. And after that, that was that. Get, honestly. That was it. That yeah. Good. Um, for me, yeah. if I wasn't doing comedy right now, I don't know. I was pretty underemployed when I wasn't a comedian, so I don't think that would be too much affected. Um, <laughs> I had a, a um, respectable job. I don't know what I would be doing. I really don't. I probably would still just be doing talk, like talking shit on Twitter, like I do now, but not knowing exactly what that meant. I probably wouldn't have gotten into like writing actual shit. I don't really know. Like, I think I think I would have still, because I still do what I'm doing now, like still working in marketing, still working 
like in production and shit. So I think I would just still be doing that. I don't think I would have had a, a, a healthy outlet for like my funny shit. I probably would have gave all my shit to Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing comedy like November 2017 beat my ass. Like I got broken up with on October 31st, 2017. And it wasn't that I was just super heartbroken about that. I was just like, damn. And then like, I really was more sick about the streets. Like, damn, this is what dating is like. These niggas suck. Mm-hmm. And then I got fired from my job. And I was like, damn, a month ago, I had a job and a man. <laughs> and now I have neither. So mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that. And I have shit else to do anyway. So I was just like, I guess I'll start writing down these jokes like Ronnie told me two months ago. And then one day he invited me out to come see him. But he was like, bring your notebook. And I was like, oh, and I brought it and I did it. And that shit just was like, not terrible. I was like, I'm gonna do that shit again. That's why I have Escobar as my background because when I did it for real, for real, like my a real set in front of real humans and like niggas, it was at Escobar. And the rest is history. And I met y'all bitches, and here we are. Boom, 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 Scenario time. Okay. Scenario. This the scenario, right? And I came up with this off the dome. This mind. It's not like super salacious and nurse shit like that. But we here, right? So it's the purge, right? In Atlanta. Mm. Don't pick murder. Murder is not an option. Oh, man. What three crimes are you committing during your 24-hour purge where all crime is legal? Robbery, robbery, robbery. Definitely robbery. <laughs> definitely, I'm definitely stealing. If murder is off the table, listen, I could have told you three people that I would have Let's say murdered is intense. Let's say excommunicated from this dimension. <laughs> I did it. They're just not on this plane with it's us. It's serious. And they went to. If I could dimensionalize three people in this purge, I could tell you. But as far as what I would do, my three crimes is robbery, maybe fraud, and robbery. Theft by taking. I'm definitely hitting up, like how they did with them fucking riots. I'm definitely hitting up Phipps definitely getting get me some fucking dior dior corvette corvette like i'm going crazy. full of shit i'm going to and listen i'm also going to like electronic stores i'm gonna have 24 hours i'm getting a u-haul i stole that hard to get bitch i'm getting a ps5 just because i'm getting a bigger tv mm-hmm. i might steal a person just because i need somebody around the house to help actually my other crime would be hostage because i would take a plastic hostage that's slavery melanie what i'm gonna throw him a little something with the other money i still i'm gonna pay him but he can't leave i would kidnap a plastic (laughs) and i would hold them hostage and i would make them give me my uh, mommy makeover and bbl oh that's crazy because that was mine too hostage i was thinking about like how can i steal surgery so i just left that thought alone but yeah i would try to figure that out one thing i would do is steal a bunch of money so i can be rich and then i would go kidnap i'm still recording the podcast i would go kidnap Eris harris and raise her properly oh i'm not picking up no kids (laughs) you can Uh, one thing one thing about my perch (laughs) body trained i want to give her the life she deserves let me tell you something the thing about me is i'm all my like high school bullies and middle school bullies i know where their like family homes are so i'm just knocking on the door and beating whoever's ass answers <laughs> what if it's me you, you wasting you wasting robbery time no, no hold on hold on hold on don't worry about it so i'm gonna do my Rob robbing i'm gonna absolutely do my robbing i'm gonna just rob a bank just you know just off gp 
But after that, I'm going to stick up the Capitol Grill for their fucking potato recipe because I need to know what's in the fucking au gratin potatoes, okay? So after I rob the bank, I'm going to give me like a cool meal, meal 0.5, whatever I can carry in my duffel that I've stolen. It's going to be a stolen duffel. Very right? nice duffel. Then I'm going to go get the potato recipe because the copycat recipes online just ain't hitting. So I need the chef to tell me. Then, I'm going to go to um steal the recipe for, not the recipe, but I'm going to steal all the ingredients for the oxtail pasta from the Grill Village too. I think yeah. I can ask these people. No. The like, only place that will tell you their recipe is um Flying Biscuit for the Grits. One of the disgruntled employees leaked the, the recipe for all the shit at, at the Grill Village, but who wants to do that? I want them to make it for me. True. So question, because I am curious about this. If y'all were to dimensionalize three people. Dimension. Let's kill. Who are we to kill? You know? Patrick. Okay. I was going to say celebrities, but it could be people <laughs> we know in our local cities that may listen to our local podcast. You know, we're being heard in Europe. So if anybody in Europe didn't hear that, that's Patrick going to Dimension 12. <laughs> I mean, get him the fuck out of here. Okay. Straight up. Uh, but I didn't know it was celebrity, so I'll be quiet. Mm. <laughs> Tory Lanes for sure. Okay, he's out of here. The game um, is my first one. Booty, boop, boop, boop. That nigga is disappeared. Already got one foot out, so I think I'm gonna just let nature do its course. Who? Bill Cosby. Yeah, he's I, dead. I would say R. Kelly, just okay, because, okay. like, as a normal, even if I didn't have like a scot free thing, I feel like if today I came across R. Kelly and he was just walking around free, I would just take whatever charge came with getting him the fuck up out of here. Yeah. Um, so I'd say him. Bruno Mars. What do he do? I don't really. I don't like that he's not black and he do all that. <laughs> Straight up, <laughs> hey, that shit don't sit right with me. Everybody talk about everybody else. I have a really acknowledged. Can I put a child on this list? He's he said put a perm in your attitude. You better relax. I don't know who the fuck he was talking to. Not me. Not a nigga. Can I say a child? Who's the child? Yeah, the little singing black boy. I know. <laughs> I'm a young black man. <laughs> no longer want him in this dimension. I need him on Earth six two six or some shit. I don't I want him here. Not dead, but not with us. Sorry, you've been voted out the dimension. No, yeah. but you know what? That's really his parents' fault. I think we could get rid of his parents and he would be normal. Whole family. They're, they're not because there's all right. First they work, I think he's genuinely enjoying it now. No, so I think that they're, he 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 looks a little dead behind the eyes. I think they're making him do that. Well, imagine you know what it gives. I don't remember if you guys I, I watched Empire uh early on and there yeah. was a scene where Jesse was in a battle in the club. And the man was like, I'm a rapper, fantastic. This bitch ass light skinned nigga ain't got it. I'm a slap him. And Jesse goes, <clears throat> so what, I'm gay. And that is the most homosexual thing I've ever seen in my life. And I eat pussy, so. <laughs> if y'all. I want the the writer of that song out of this dimension. <laughs> Bro, okay, <laughs> I'm a moment to talk about Empire though, because that shit used to be so fucking good until it was not. 
So what? I'm getting yeah, Terrence Howard in that dreadlock wig. Yeah, I don't know. I stopped watching far before that shit happened. Girl, but do you remember I stopped that watching too. But the thing about social media is that you're gonna see it whether you stop watching the show or not. My biggest Correct. problem with Empire was it was always a series finale, and then the next week that show was coming back on. Okay, so when does it go off? Ain't no break. Yeah, I remember it just came on and went off. Do you remember season one when he was singing the song on the cruise? You're so beautiful. And he was like, this the kind of song that makes a man love a man. And then Lucy was like, what? You know what the best part was? That year, this nigga Jesse came to the BET Awards. So what? I'm gay. And I was like, at the B, this is it. Turn this up. This nigga said, so what? I'm gay. Okay. He's not <laughs> gay Tupac, shawty. I, I do this. Dog. I don't like how they did Jesse. I mean, it was definitely Melanie. Sketchy, Melanie. Melanie. Mel. Stop it. At this point, we can end wax among like ourselves. It. The nigga told at least a couple of untruths. Oh, for sure. But they gave him more smoke than they did R. Kelly. It's uh, no, they didn't. And, and Melanie. They Melanie. Just, yes. It took forty years for them to arrest R. Kelly, so that's not true. Second of all, Jesse tried. This is where he went wrong. I don't know what he had going on. Yeah, it's weird. Africans to do the job. If you were casting, why not cast white people? Two, you told people you you were wearing the noose when the police came. When I heard that tidbit of information that this man had been sitting in his house in a noose for hours, I was like, oh, all of this is fucking bullshit. It's also you were outside to get a sandwich at like what three o'clock in the morning, sir. You don't want oh, no, 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 no. on coke. The stories again. This is like with Doja Cat. Two things can be true. What the fuck is going on? This shit is weird and wrong. Yes. But y'all didn't have to do him like that. He, I think that all everybody wanted and why he was persecuted um, to a degree was people want to know what the fuck actually took place. Just say, just say which part, you know. So the Africans, where did they come into it? Why did they almost get deported? Do we even know if those young men were like left alone or would they continue to be harassed because of this Tom fucking foolery? Like Harris, not Harris. His sister had to come back and give us Lovecraft the way she did to salvage the family fucking name. The family name. The Yet family again. name. Yet again. Yet and again. Because I didn't watch um, what is it? Is it uh the slave show? Oh, I was just watching Underground. Underground. It's on, it comes on own now. And I was like, damn, this show was good. I forgot. How Underground was really good. I liked it. And I know people, oh, I'm tired of slave shit, but slave No, shit I good. am tired of slave stuff, but I, I think that I don't think we're ever getting rid of it anytime soon. So I may as well watch it when it's Black people I should support. I'll be watching cartoons. I'll be watching white people show. I started watching Superstore. America! Ferrera has never done anything that I should be upset about, right? I think she's been racist. She that name sounds like she said nigga, but I don't know that for sure. America Ferrera, do you know who America Ferrera is, Lauren? Yeah, I'm saying Lauren. I'm like America, ugly bad. I don't think America Ferrera has done anything. Y'all too much faith in people that aren't black. I don't know how during Black History Month this is happening. No, I'm just saying like it's it's sixty forty. It's no, like the likelihood is there. I'm talking about shit we know about. Google and see if she was in black. I'm looking it up now. No, because I gotta finish watching show first. Because now I want to know. We're not talking about Gina Rodriguez here. I think she's good. No, Gina Rodriguez, Rodri- whatever her name is, she can eat a dick. She can. But 
America Ferreira, I don't think she did nothing wrong. That's sisterhood of the traveling pants right there. Right. Don't mind Joy. Bo. I don't think she did anything. I think all right. Like, it's the best fried rice I never had in my life. I ain't gonna hold you. I'm not gonna I was gonna get my DoorDash credit back just off the muscle. But I'm gonna let them keep they're gonna need this time. I'll pick so beautiful. I wonder if my mama will make me some of that rice. Give your world a show. They go up, down, up, down, up, down. No. Up, up, down, up, down. And break it back. Remember this uh drip, drop, drip, 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 also, okay, can we tell the people what happened during the last episode um, as a as a gift for getting to the end of this episode? Um, <laughs> y'all want to talk about it? Are we gonna talk about it? We can. I think we should wait till we have like a VH1 behind the pod. Okay. And then say it because you know it was just such that was one of and I've had I've led a storied life. That was one of the most interesting nights of my life. Yours. Your yeah. life, and I have no. lived. I have never been so conflicted and afraid, <laughs> and what the fuck in my life. And I think we can't tell the story until we can get like the TV one actors to reenact it. Right time because I don't like the way they cast. They gonna have a white person playing me or some stupid shit. <laughs> now we just need to put in the contract that we pick the casting, and I'm a cast myself. I was from Proud Family when Penny got famous and they, they did her biopic and the girls who played Pen, uh, Dijonay and Zoe and shit, it was all fucked up. Bro, that shit was so funny. Like, that's what they would do. Because I did y'all watch Wendy Williams? Um, we never talked about the Wendy Williams movie. That I'm ready to talk I didn't watch it. Let me tell you what Wendy Williams is doing. That was not a documentary. That was, that nigga got me fucked up and I'm about to embarrass him on TV. I'm about to show my ass. Like, if I'm a nigga fucking with I'm gonna pick a movie out. Dragging your ass. This bitch didn't even show college how she got started in radio. She just, all that. she talked about it. She said, look, so I went to college, that's cool. Now I'm at a radio station or whatever. This nigga, you know, he assaulted me. That was terrible. I got married. Don't worry, skip, skip, skip. This bitch ass nigga, Kenny. Right. <laughs> I had a I had a stillborn and this fuck nigga Kenny when I had a daughter on me. This bitch. He got straight into a bitch. I went to the bathroom and came back. It was 2018. I said, what the fuck? Hold on. Well, now I gotta watch it. What was the rapper <laughs> name that fucked up her credit? Say his name. Eric B. Max Max Eric. Yeah, I think it's Eric B. From Rock Eric B and Rock Him? Yeah, from Eric B and Rock yes. Him. Okay. Why did I think it was Rock Him the whole time? I mean, they be together. They friends. That she nigga like, raised over something. That nigga like, a for this nigga, and he didn't bring it back for months. Fucked her credit up. Y'all you, know we're the only country with credit. Yes. Now, you saw that video of the girl from Africa? With credit yeah. scores. We're the only country with credit scores and shit. Ghetto. That nigga stole Wendy Williams' car. Well, not even her car. He stole Enterprise car. Oh, in, 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 All the meanwhile, he had the Source Awards and shit, getting honored. Throwing fucking 
Remember the sorcerers? They would like fight every week. Okay, let's get back on task, y'all. Okay. I don't think we got nothing else. I, I would love it. to go to the source awards because it's like three rappers I would fight. Go on. I will fight. Let me sit up. I will fight Dream Doll. Um, <laughs> why? Art. Because she said Nikki tried to stop her bag. And like, bitch, Nicki Minaj does not need to stop your bag. So there was a no- lot of people said that about Nikki, though. I'm not taking sides, but a lot of people said that about Nikki, though. Yeah, but I mean, there's people like Mariah Lynn. They already fucked her mama up. Like, so it's what I could do for the barbs. Sincerely, the barbs. Um, who else would I fight? Which one of these rappers could get it? Well, see, if we get into niggas, it's a lot of them because then the game comes back to mind. I've been wanting to whoop his ass. It's like, <laughs> you know who I would fight? That flat lip ass nigga, the baby. He is just the most weird ass nigga. He behaves so poorly. <laughs> he behaves so poorly. He does. Both of his lips is flat. He weird. He be he just be acting like a little bitch. And I don't understand that because you know what? I was into his music. And the thing about it is I really like liked the baby at one point. I did he, too. he had the same flow on all the things, but I'm like, you know what? He's a new artist. He's getting started, whatever. I'm gonna ride out until he figure his shit out. You punching bitches in the face. You being weird, you being colorist, you treating your baby mama bad, you being weird about the nigga that got knocked out by the white boy. You fucking either, I think when that video where Megan got called ugly, I think the baby said that. And they said one of his friends said it. I think he said that shit. The nigga just getting up updates on that shit. Now the nigga just grimy. He's a grimy bitch, man. I just also he had that bitch Danny Lay talking to us because she was not talking to me before that. You know what? And that's another thing about it. First of all, the hoe is stupid. She done bought him all these cars and shit. And he done got her a Publix, hopefully a Publix cake. It looked like a Kroger cake. He done got her a cake for her birthday. Now you in my face talking about yellow bone. That's what he want. Ma'am, please go to hell. Because I was minding my business. I didn't even know who you were. Um, What other rapper would I fight? What would I fight? Again, Tory Lanez. I think I could beat his ass too. We would jump Tory Lanez. For sure get jumped. Stomp his ass out. Who else do I hate? Um, Joe Budden is probably gonna find a way to be there. Oh, you know? Joe Budden. You know what? I don't even consider him a rapper no more. So I didn't even think about him. Listen here, you bitch ass nigga. If I ever see you on the street and I got like some bear spray or something, I'm taking you the fuck out. Cause I know I can't fight you. Cause you put you really be putting your hands on hoes and I don't sign up for that shit no more. But if I see you on the fucking street, man, and I got some sort of spray, I'm spraying you the fuck out, bitch. I'm <laughs> spraying you out. Spray. I got some sort of spray. I'm gonna use the whole can on you, ho. I'm gonna take you all the way out and then the police gonna come and I'm gonna just put my hands behind my back and get rested because fuck you. Fuck yeah, I did. Yeah, I'll do it again. Yeah, I didn't. I'll do it again. I used a whole can of bear spray on Oh, I'll be fabulous ass, too. Yeah, fabulous. Matter of fact, fabulous in them stupid ass outfits. I would definitely beat him up and take his clothes. And just burn them. Not even the celebration. Pick up the Bel Air jersey, nigga. They just need to be removed. Who else? I don't know. It's a lot of people. Listen, the world is full of people that we could all square up with. Oh, you know what? I would want to square up with Asian Brat. She's a... Bro, did y'all see the tweet that said her stage of grief is WandaVision? Listen. (laughs) Do you know... Let me tell you something. I don't know nothing about this. Everything I know about this came from the teen shade room. 
So I just want to say, I, I really would like for you to unfollow that page. I don't follow the shade room. I actually just go to the page sometimes, like in between. You bring like, it up every week. Do you realize you bring it up every week? So that means you should <laughs> every week. No, I don't bring it up every week. Yes, you, yes, do. you do. Yes, you okay, do. Okay, well, to be fair, I haven't looked at the teen shade room this week. This is something I know from before looking at the teen shade room. This, listen, anything could happen this week. But from weeks ago when I perused, and I like to say it's mostly on the toilet. Like, so I use the bathroom every week. So here, I guess we are. Um, apparently, there was a beef with all the other women that were in his life. He had a girlfriend at the time. It's active pressure. They said that she took his flow and put his teeth in her mouth. I don't think the teeth thing is true. I think that was a joke about the grill. <laughs> but I just had to do <laughs> Oh, that shit. And it do look like his teeth too. It do look like somebody else's teeth in her mouth. I ain't gonna it's hold it. too big. It's one thing to wear somebody else's shoes. This is somebody else's teeth. But I don't know if there's somebody else's teeth. Let me not get the podcast canceled or had a hood bitch is trying to shoot us. Because not- you. I say that's about to- okay. I laugh. You said the WandaVision shit. So if anything, you're gonna be the first to go. WandaVision. I can explain what I said. What I said came from I'm just reporting what I saw in the TV shade room on the toilet. That's not no personal feelings. The hood bitches ain't got Disney Plus. Oh no, they got kids. Yes, they do. They don't have Disney Disney cable. Oh my god, Mel wants smoke. <laughs> Give the people all of our information. Tell them what bars you have been to. This is the club I be at on Tuesday night. Tally described her vehicle. We're getting stalked. Ah. <laughs> Damn, I did describe my car. Just kidding. Uh, I drive oh, a yeah. 1999 Camry. <laughs> I'm going to because when you said it, I was like, that is the make and model, my guy, Tally. You know what? But the thing is, okay. You know, just, know um, what's that nigga name got killed when it came in the house and robbed? Pop Smoke? Oh, man. You know what? That's, That's how he wild. got killed. Y'all, I really hope nobody's like out there trying to like kill me or no shit like that. How you threaten people every week on the podcast? I mean, that's fine, but like and I don't be threatening descriptions. I don't be threatening to kill people though. Sometimes. Okay, well, I'm not sorry. If I said I had some sort of smoke with you or violence with you, then you probably deserve it. Pull up, ho. Um, that didn't make it better. I know. <laughs> it would. I know. It was pretty stagnant across the board. So they still. I know. I, I, said, I said what I said. You double, um, tripled down. I mean, whatever. Okay, let's wrap up, y'all, because I'm getting kind of sleepy. For I'm real. sleepy. I'm sleepy too, and I gotta go hang out with my mama for a little bit. It's okay. Year app, y'all, and I'm about to finish my wings. Yeah, I, I hope this was a uh, a good enough episode for y'all, because we were just over here talking. She was fun, though. I had a good time. No, I, I like that. Love y'all so much. Um, we said we we're gonna do something for our one year, but I maybe get my back broke. So,